Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the Rachel Holloman Show podcast, where taking control of your life has never been more satisfying, fun, and simple. We'll be discussing things that will help you take control of your life in all different areas, providing you helpful tips, tricks, and advice. Today's episode will be an interview with Savannah Allenson. She's a coffee lover like me. Shout out to all my coffee lovers out there, as well as a certified personal trainer and a certified pre and postnatal coach. Savannah's approach to fitness and nutrition is all about sustainability. I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. Also, this will be the last episode of season one in 2020 for the Rachel Holloman Show podcast. Season two will be starting the first week of January 2021. So crazy, 2021 is literally right around the corner. But without further ado, grab your coffee or tea and let's get into it. And for today's weird but true fact, a human could swim through a blue whale's veins. The blue whale is the largest living creature. It's even larger than most dinosaurs. The biggest blue whales can be over 100 feet in length and weigh more than 100 tons. Their hearts alone can weigh 1,300 pounds and are the size of a small car. Unsurprisingly, blue whales have enormous arteries which pump blood through their massive hearts and into their vital organs. These arteries are so big, listen, ready, are you ready for this? that a fully grown human can swim through them. So crazy, right? Yeah, you will find me on the beach, sunbathing, reading a good book, not in the ocean. I do not like the ocean, guys. And information like this, that is just so crazy to hear. But I hope you guys enjoy today's weird but true fact. So, hey, Savannah, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Yes, so happy to have you. Oh my gosh, guys. Seriously, we were supposed to record this podcast last month, but we were having technical difficulties. No joke. Like, we were trying to do a phone interview. The phone interview was not working. No, it wasn't working what, at all. What was even happening? Like, you couldn't hear me. I couldn't hear you. It was going in and out. Yeah, so then we tried to do, like, the FaceTime audio, and then something happened with the Wi-Fi. So we're like, well, we can just record this on Zoom. And that wasn't working either. And it kept freezing up. Yeah, oh my gosh. And then we tried to FaceTime on the computer. It was just not good. We literally tried every way possible, but I think it was just meant to be in person, an in-person interview. So I think so. I'm so happy. We got to spend, John and I got to spend the day with Savannah and her husband, Aaron, and Charlotte, so I'm so happy we're doing it this way. I know, me too. It was a lot more fun. (laughs) Yes. So how about you tell everyone a little bit about yourself, because I'm sure they want to hear all about you, your story, kind of where you're at right now, why you decided to do what you're doing, all that good stuff. Yeah, so my name is Savannah, and I am a certified personal trainer and certified pre- and postnatal coach. Um, I also am a husky dog mom. I love her so much. Her name's Kona. She's adorable. She's wild. I love her. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and then I do, uh, I'm obviously a personal trainer. So I do online fitness coaching um, for women only, and then also am specialized in pre- and postnatal. That's awesome. So what kind of made you get into all of that? So when I was younger, I was kind of, I don't want to say like the scrawny kid, but I was very, um, very petite. and Girl, same. <laughs> and so I never felt like I could put on any weight. And I was like, well, 
least if I'm going to be tiny, I might as well be strong. So I started kind of researching and um, started like counting macros and like going on like bodybuilding.com. And I'm not a bodybuilder by any means. Um, (laughs) And within like the first six months, I gained like 16 pounds. And I was lifting really heavy and I felt super strong and amazing. And I was like, wow. And you know, people do this for, you know, living. I was like, this would be so much fun to coach other girls and to help them with their confidence and just feeling strong. That was kind of my whole reason to even become a coach was I want to help women feel very confident and very strong. And obviously it's really good to make good health improvements as well. Oh, I love that so much. I follow Savannah on Instagram and I will put her socials in the show notes below because you definitely need to give her a follow. She gives you so many tips. I love watching her Instagram stories, her Instagram posts. (laughs) She's so wise. Like I love, like I just, after reading your post, I'm like, dang, like I just, she just dropped some wisdom there. All this information. I love it. (laughs) So definitely give her a follow because you will definitely enjoy her content. So I love that though. That's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, we asked you guys to ask us questions on Instagram and Savannah's going to answer them today. So we're going to start with the first question. Mm -hmm. What supplements should I take if I'm just starting out? Yeah. So a lot of people get really curious about supplements. Obviously, if you've ever walked inside of a mall or seen any strip malls, they're full of like GNCs, vitamin shops, you name it. Um, I would say the first thing we need to focus on is how many days you're at the gym and what your overall nutrition is because supplements are really not going to make or break you. They're really a good addition to, you know, add in, especially if you're trying to get, you know, more protein or you might need a little bit extra energy or um, if you do a lot of endurance stuff like electrolyte powders are definitely going to benefit you from keeping you getting dehydrated. But I would say overall focus mainly on nutrition um, versus just running to supplements. But protein powders, I will never hate on. Um, I love me a good protein powder every once in a while just to help me meet my protein intake. And what's your favorite protein powder, would you say? My favorite one, if you are like plant-based or vegan, would be the Orgain. They have some pre-made shakes, and I get the vanilla flavor. They're amazing. I always get them on Amazon. They have the best prices. Um, (laughs) Shout out to Amazon. Yeah, shout out to Amazon, and they're (laughs) delivered to your door for free. Yes. (laughs) Um, So the Orgain ones, um, the plant, um, not the plant-based, the whey-based ones that I really like are either the True Athlete, um, you you can find those at vitamin shop they're all nss uh, certified for sport so they're all third party tested um and then they also have a brand called v thrive mm. and their chocolate one tastes legitimately like chocolate milk that's the one aaron drinks oh, it is amazing okay. okay all right i'm gonna have to try that yeah i'm gonna be texting you when yeah. i'm at the vitamin <laughs> shop and she works at the vitamin shop by the way which is awesome yeah. so i wish i lived close you could just like i could walk <laughs> and you could help me out anytime i go in there all right, so next question. Favorite exercise? Uh, this is a hard one. I absolutely love hip thrust. I guess because I'm super strong with them. At one point, I was at like 175 pounds. My goal was Shoot. to get up to like 250 or 300. Wow. Um, I got really sick with mono a few years ago, and I'm never, I don't feel like I've fully recovered. Mm-hmm. So I'm still like trying to gain back all my strength from that because I ended up losing 
a lot of weight and I had wow. to take off a lot of time from the gym. Mm. So I wasn't cleared to exercise for almost a year. Oh my gosh, yeah. that must have been so hard. It was for really you. difficult because I was in school for personal training and I couldn't like do anything, but wow. It was really difficult. Jeez. Man, I'm sorry. That's yeah. awful. It was pretty bad, but hip Wait. thrust is my favorite exercise. Hip thrust. Okay. All right. Next question. Do you prefer upper body or lower body workouts? Lower body. I Definitely agree. <laughs> lower body, I think, because I'm the too. strongest at that. But lower body, I have grown to really like upper body training. Okay. Um, but definitely a good leg day. I just feel like you can't go wrong. Me too. I feel like I'm just so weak with my upper body, which means I definitely need to work out more of my upper body. <laughs> but yeah, I would say lower body for me as well. Yeah. All right. Last question. What is your favorite meal? during quarantine in general what's your favorite meal so um I hate cooking I absolutely (laughs) hate cooking so anything quick if I can throw it in the oven and it be done in 20 minutes that is I feel that that is uh my thing um or I will get a rotisserie chicken and cut my cooking time in half um nice so Normally, I'll do, like, rice bowls, so I'll do either just, like, different types of, like, flavored rice. Like, I kind of found a copycat recipe for the chipotle rice, so I'll do that and then, like, season some roasted chicken and throw some veggies on it, and I call it a night. That sounds good. I mean, come on, guys. After a long day, do you feel like making this extravagant meal? No. No. I know I don't. I'm exhausted by the end of the day, so. Even if I was off a day, I don't feel like making an extravagant (laughs) meal. (laughs) Well, that, okay, I'm going to have to try that. I'll text you and ask you what rice and everything to use. I want to try that for sure. I need to put up a recipe on my Instagram. Yes. Or a reel. Yes, for sure. All right, so the next segment of this episode, Savannah's going to give us some tips for staying on track with fitness during the holiday season and just healthy habits to implement now. And I'm so excited to hear these, so take it away. Alrighty, so the first thing I think is to definitely be realistic with your goals. I know a lot of people, especially this time of year, get really, really very kind of overzealous about their goals. And they're like, oh, I'm going to lose... 80 pounds this month and I'm gonna drink a gallon of water a day and I'm not gonna eat any sugar and it's like you're gonna fail two weeks into this because it's so (laughs) restrictive and unrealistic Mm -hmm. so definitely be realistic and implement you know one kind of healthy habit at a time instead of overwhelming yourself with like five new things to start because that is I mean one healthy habit I mean, is already a lot to implement in a routine. I can't imagine adding like five or six different ones. No, no, no. That's really good advice. I think I need to start with more water. Drink more (laughs) water. Even if it's a little bit. Even if it's a glass. Yes. And you guys know I'm really not good about drinking water. So I need to be realistic about that. Yeah. So like start out with I'm going to drink, you know, one or two cups a day versus like I'm just going to drink a gallon of water a day. You're going to probably not meet that quota by the end of two weeks. I just have to not uh, buy Dr. Pepper or Coke. So I'm forced to drink water. No. (laughs) Or for every Coke or Dr. Pepper you drink, drink Drink a glass of water. There you go. Okay. And I feel like you need someone to hold you accountable for that too. Yes. All right. That's awesome. I'll text you. With your goals. Yes. You have to text me. Did you drink your water today? (laughs) John does that as well. I think number two really would tie into the first one, but being overly restrictive or having like full out cheat days, your, you know, your lifestyle should be 
sustainable unless obviously like I'm not talking about bodybuilding or bodybuilders all of that that's competition that's completely different Mm -hmm. but being overly you know restrictive I think can lead to a lot of binging so instead of being like oh I'm not gonna have any sugar it's like all right how can I make you know this fit into my lifestyle so I can still enjoy ice cream or enjoy pizza or you know enjoy you know whatever your thing is um, incorporating it into your lifestyle in a moderation versus you know just cutting it all out and then going you know crazy on the weekends because you've just restricted yourself so much you feel like you have to eat so much of it when it's you know your cheat day to do it so I really don't implement any cheat days with my clients because they I mean they'll text me like oh I had chocolate cake I'm like wonderful like I'm so glad like you got to enjoy your chocolate cake I never want people to feel guilty for eating sweets um obviously like moderation is important I'm I can't sugarcoat that no pun intended (laughs) um but obviously you want a sustainable lifestyle and sustainability isn't cutting out everything Mm, that's so good that's something I feel like you guys needed to hear I needed to hear that that's awesome focus in on what you can add to your lifestyle so instead of worrying about I'm gonna cut out every single piece of cake like come on like you want to enjoy your Christmas cake or Christmas cookies um I would say focus on what you can add in all right I'm gonna have some extra veggies at dinner so I know that my body is extra nourished Mm -hmm. or you know I'm gonna work on maybe I'm gonna park at the back of the parking lot so I just get those few extra steps in um things like that just focusing on what you can add and then keeping really nourishing foods at home and already preparing them I when I come home from work if I'm starving, I'm not going to go like grab an apple and like cut it up and, you know, like dip it in peanut butter. and It's all going to be perfect. No, I'm going to go for the bag of salt and vinegar chips and I'll eat the entire bag. (laughs) So I already have like convenient kind of more nourishing food ready for me. Obviously I still eat chips. Um, (laughs) but I just, Oh, I love chips. Um, but I always just have really nourishing food on hand and ready for me so um it's really easy for me to just grab and go and I always buy like frozen veggies too I feel like vegetables can be really um expensive but that's a good cooking hack um they're really easy to make and they there's really no waste with them either because they don't really go bad you just keep them in the freezer right yeah oh that's so good what are some like snacks that you would suggest people have maybe on hand that are easy after a long day or just a snack throughout the day yeah so when it comes to snacks you definitely want to pair if you're going to have something kind of like carby with a protein that's going to keep you full and satisfied i know like if you just eat chips you know 30 minutes later you're still hungry um and then sometimes if you just have like a protein shake obviously like that's not enough to fill you up so I always tend to pair like a carb with a healthy fat or protein Mm -hmm. so I'll do like carrots and hummus or um oh I really like almonds and dark chocolate and then I'll put blueberries in it too it's so good I also like I mean like apples and peanut butter that's pretty standard but I do stuff like that or like avocado toast or I'll do like a hard-boiled egg and Mm -hmm. you know whatever I have in my fridge whether that's like carrots or sometimes I'll do a hard-boiled egg and eat some chips and salsa because that's also amazing (laughs) yes okay that's good I need to I need to get better in the snack department because like you were saying I feel like it's just so easy to just go for the chips because it's right there it's convenient but that stuff can be easily as convenient if you make it if you make that choice so great I love that 
Well, I'm really excited about this next segment here on the episode. Savannah is going to debunk fitness myths. These now, are my favorite. <laughs> yes. Tell us them, girl. Tell us them. So the first one I hear a lot is weights make women bulky. I'm sure you've heard that a lot, too. I have definitely heard that a lot. Yes, for sure. Um, That is not true. Um... I've been lifting weights for a long time. I wouldn't consider myself bulky. Um, you're not going to look like a bodybuilder overnight if that's like what you're concerned about. Some women are like, I don't want to look like the bodybuilder. And I'm like, you know, you don't become a NASCAR driver just because you drive your car on the highway. Like, <laughs> I feel like I think that though sometimes. <laughs> no. Oh, man. But yeah, so you're not going to just, you know, magically put on like... 50 pounds of muscle overnight that's just not gonna happen when I first started going to the gym with John and he lifts obviously and I was like I don't know if I want to do this because I don't want to look like that I don't want to look yeah. like a bodybuilder and he's like Rachel what are you talking about so <laughs> I definitely have believed that myth before yeah and even if that were true it's like the health benefits of lifting weights far outweigh like society standard of women mm. in my opinion uh-huh. it's like it helps us with our bone minerals density it helps us you know overall body composition it helps us you know have that good muscle on us so as we age we don't lose muscle Mm. and we're so strong so I I'm a huge fan of weightlifting and I promise you won't get bulky you'd have to be doing some very 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 specific nutrition and training protocols in order to look like a bodybuilder okay so everyone can rest assured yes. then. <laughs> Pick up the weights. Pick it's up the time. weights, yes. And I definitely need to do that for my upper body for sure. All right, what's the next fitness myth that you hear? Oh, man. So I'm sure you've heard this too, the anabolic window, mm-hmm. where it's, if you don't drink a protein shake within 30 minutes of working out, all your gains are just going to be siphoned from you. You're not going to have them (laughs) at all. Another one that I have heard (laughs) and have believed, guys. Yes. So this one, the research is kind of up in the air on, which is really interesting to me. The research has been pointing more and more to the overall protein intake. Hmm. Um, So whatever you're getting throughout the day. Obviously, after I work out, I'm hungry, so I'm probably going to drink a protein shake within that 30 minutes, but you don't have to, you know, be so focused on that, that, you know, oh, I'm going to lose everything that I just worked for in the gym. You're not going to focus on your overall protein intake um, that you get throughout the day, and you should be good to go. Okay. Well, thank you for clarifying that because like I said, it was another one I believed and I'm sure you guys have believed that as well. All right. What's another fitness myth? Protein powder just turns into fat (laughs) if you don't work out. Okay. Tell us about it. So I hear a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm scared to take protein powder because if I don't work out that day, it's just going to turn into fat and I'm going to gain a lot of weight. That's not true. Any macronutrient, so whether it is fat, whether it's protein, whether it's carbs, if you are eating more than your body is burning off, you are in a caloric surplus, and that is how you gain weight. Now, Mm -hmm. if that caloric surplus is because of fat or because of protein or because of carbs, that is when you end up gaining weight. So it doesn't matter which one it is. That's just how your body is going to store it. If you're in a caloric deficit, that is when you're going to be losing weight, and the macronutrients, once again... I mean, I always recommend people, you know, eating enough protein, but 
just as basic as it is if you're eating less than you're burning off you'll be losing if you're eating more than you're burning off you're going to be gaining all right what would you say is the last fitness myth that you hear spot treating so Mm -hmm. people are like oh i want to lose weight just here i want to you know my lower abs my you know oh just my outer thighs i want to just lose my outer thighs spot treating is not is a complete myth um unfortunately there's a lot of i've seen like trainers and fitness influencers that promote this mm. but it's simply untrue they want your money that's mm. why they're selling you a program they want your that. money guys they want your money i don't want your money <laughs> um <laughs> Um, she wants but, you to be healthy. Yes, I want you to be healthy. I want you to have a positive relationship with exercise and with nutrition. Um, so spot reducing, you really can't do, unfortunately. But um, a lot of times people are like, oh, I just want abs. Like, that's all I want. Um, <laughs> I feel like we've all said that before. Yes, but um, a strong functional core is going to be better than visible abs, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And a lot of people shouldn't be that lean. I know a lot of women end up losing their menstrual cycle because they try to get so, so lean to wow. where you can see their abs. Um, so abs are not for everyone either. That's, mm. that's another myth I'm going to wow. add right in, but, um, abs are not for everyone. Yeah, abs are not for everyone. It can be quite, quite the dangerous cycle for some people, yeah. but, um, but yeah, I would say spot trading, that's definitely a big myth. And you don't need abs to be healthy. <laughs> you follow some influencers on Instagram or some bodybuilders, whatever. You see them like literally shading in those abs. So if you really yeah. want abs that bad, go ahead and do that. But Savannah just told you <laughs> they're not for everyone. Yeah, no, they're not for everyone. <laughs> and it's totally okay if you don't have that. Like <laughs> everyone has abs, guys. If, yeah. you are, if you are sitting up straight, you have abs. If you are sitting up, you have abs. So, <laughs> all right. Well, she said it. She said it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for just giving us all of this awesome information. I've definitely learned a lot today. I know you guys have probably learned a lot today. And I'm just going to leave you with this. What's one thing that you just want to tell the listeners today? It could be something of encouragement or something, some advice um, with what we've talked about today. One thing, one little nugget. I know you've given so much. But what's one thing you want to just leave them with? I would definitely say don't do it alone. If you need a coach, if you need someone to help you, don't be scared to either reach out to me or reach out to either a fitness coach in your area. Um, I know it can be very overwhelming to navigate the health and fitness world, especially with a ton of misinformation that's going on. Um, I would definitely say don't do it alone. You need that accountability. You need that support, even if it's just for a few months, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if you're going to start trying to weight lift. I know some gyms are open now. Um, I would definitely say book a session or two with a trainer just so you can learn proper form um, as well, just so you're not injuring yourself. But definitely don't do it alone. That's really good advice. And I would also say, be careful who you are listening to and who you are following. (laughs) Because they, like Savannah was saying earlier, they don't have all of the correct information. How can people reach out to you if they have any questions, follow-up questions, they need advice? Go ahead and give them that good information. Yeah, so my social media is very creative. It's just Savannah Allenson. (laughs) Just my first (laughs) and last name. Same for Instagram, same for um, Facebook. 
And then I also have a TikTok, but I hardly ever post on it, but it's also just Savannah Allenson. <laughs> so creative, girl. So creative. But honestly, it's so simple and easy to remember. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I enjoyed having you on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you so much for being on, and I would love to have you on again at some point. Absolutely. And I'm sure they would as well. Yeah. Bye, guys. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Stay well. In today's Raise the Bar segment, we're going to be talking about driftwood. And you might be thinking, Rachel, why driftwood? But I have a good reason, I promise. I don't know if you do this, but I like to go back into old journaling prompts and read what I wrote back then. See what I was going through, how I was feeling, what God was putting on my heart. And I found this little prompt that I had written a few years ago and I thought it was pretty relevant to now to our everyday and it could serve as a good reminder so I'm going to go ahead and read that to you today. I wrote driftwood is vulnerable. It's beautiful in its own way. Not one piece of driftwood is the same. Each piece is unique like us. There's a lot to learn from a piece of driftwood. Who would have thought? There's so much to learn from a small thing we don't see every day or even think about, but has a big impact on how we go about our walk. God is the sea and we are the wood. He is the waves and we go along for the ride. The wood has to surrender to the drift of the waves. It doesn't know where it's going, but it doesn't care. It will end up where it's supposed to. And I just thought that was so, so cool. Just serving as a good reminder that we are all different. We are all unique. And God has a specific purpose for each and every one of us. And it's up to us to surrender what we want to God's plan. And that's what the driftwood does in a sense. It kind of just surrenders to the drift of the waves. And the waves take it where it needs to go. And that's what God wants us to do. We, he wants us to surrender to him and what he has in store for us. Because guys, he loves us so much and he only wants what's best for us. And I know I've talked about this before. So I want to encourage you today to let go and to let God. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Rachel Holloman Show podcast. I have so much fun doing this. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast and leave a rating review so we can hear from you. All of you are awesome. Thank you so much for listening.